Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Pitch Talk. We are fans of football dropping vlogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game. Check out our videos on YouTube and Instagram's IGTV. Including special feature segments, vlogs such as... 5 Minutes with a G. The Straight Shooting View. Coaching with JBK. Audio on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podomatic, Spotify and other podcast platforms. Join the Pitch Talk revolution on social media. Twitter, Instagram. We have a group and fan page on Facebook. The pitch is where we eat. The pitch is where we sleep. And the pitch is where we talk. Welcome to the Straight Shooting View. Hey, what's up, people? My name is Straight Shooting LJA, and welcome to another episode of the Straight Shooting View. Now, one thing I want to talk about is a recently disallowed goal. Now, recently, Cristiano Ronaldo, questionably, controversially, had a goal disallowed in the Portugal-Serbia tool draw, um, which was a FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 qualifier. Um, I'm not going to go into Qatar 2022 here. That's a different issue entirely. Um, but I'll do that on another vlog. But the fact is... One interesting thing about the disallowed goal is not just that the goal was disallowed, but fine margins. Obviously, fine margins can decide tournaments. Fine margins can decide league titles. I mean, in terms of stuff like GLT and VAR and that kind of thing, Remember the World Cup in 2010, Frank Lampard's goal that was disallowed against Germany. Some would say that that was a momentum shifter um, in Germany's favour at that point. Um, you look at Luis Garcia's ghost goal in 2005, which, again, another momentum shifter because it got us over the line against Chelsea that year and we eventually won the Champions League in 05. Also, you look at Pedro Mendes's goal that wasn't. That Tottenham United one at Old Trafford and Roy Carroll dropped an absolute clangor. Um, and there were numerous other examples. I mean, even two seasons ago where my boys Liverpool missed out on the title by a point, even though we'd only been beaten once all season. And that was by the eventual champions, Manchester City. And the funny thing about that, there was a John Stones clearance at the Etihad which literally was a few millimetres from being the whole ball over the line. And that's the one I'm going to stick on for now, because we are talking millimetres in terms of Cristiano Ronaldo's disallowed goal, potentially millimetres. But we don't know exactly, because there is a disconnect between our FA, between FIFA, between UEFA. There's a massive disconnect. Because VAR and GLT are not being used in this round of in the World Cup 2022 qualifiers. Don't know why. To be perfectly honest, don't know why. And it comes across to me as a little weird that they're not using either because that would have cleared up this whole controversy within 10, 20 seconds. Because with GLT... Obviously, we know the ref gets a little, little buzz, a little buzz on the watch, bell in the ear, goal, no goal. 
very quick. So it's and also and also one one thing that's kind of weird to me is that FIFA were basically leading the charge in terms of testing things like VAR and testing GLT. Cast your mind back a few years to when Set Blatter was running FIFA. And they were, I think it was in 2006, they were talking about microchips in balls. As absurd an idea as that was, at least it was one of them ones where the world governing body of football was thinking, all right, well, we need to do something about these controversial decisions, especially after that one in 2010, that was a shambles. But also as well, you have stupid, you had stupid ideas like, um, Franz Beckenbauer saying, oh yeah, let's have extra referees. Let's have four referees. It's like, okay, it's all well and good you coming up with these ideas, but they're absurd. They shouldn't get off the cutting room floor, to be honest. But it's one of them where, so if you take FIFA as the front runners in footballing excellence or technology and I know I'm giving them a very wide berth I'm trying to see the positive in FIFA and as you can see it's pretty difficult to do so but you take FIFA as the world governing body of football along with the IFAB leaders in testing stuff like goal line technology and especially VAR as well where the 90, 98% sorry Back in 2018, there was a 98.6% success rate for VAR, and FIFA were the ones testing it. Not RFA, not UEFA. RFA did it a little later. UEFA also did it a bit later. I think this was like 2016, 17, where I think it was 17, where it was where it was revealed that yeah, there was a 98.6% success rate for VAR, and as I said, FIFA were leading the charge. Then. The Champions League introduced um, introduced a version of VAR back in late late 2017, I think November December, for I think it was the last the last round of group games or the first stage of the knockouts that year in the 17-18 season. And it's one of them ones where say you look at that, so you wait for when and introduced it. And I thought it was rushed at the time because the implementation of it in the Europa League the season before had been utterly botched. <clears throat> so you had that, but also as well, then you had RFA introduce the trial into the FA Cup a couple months later. And it was like, because we did a we did a pitch talk show about this. It is now a pitch talk special feature segment. Have a look at it. VAR parts one and two from February and March of 2018. But um, it's one of them where it's like the FA then started trialing it in the FA Cup, and there was a Liverpool West Brom FA Cup third round match that was an absolute shambles because Craig Pawson, who was the referee that night was just using VAR for everything and seemed sure about nothing, which to me exposed poor standard of refereeing. And exposing things, that's what, that's the common, that's the kind of common thread that I want to go to on this vlog. Because at the end of the day, exposing is what's happening with the Cristiano Ronaldo issue. His disallowed goal, as said, against Serbia, and yeah, he had reason to be aggrieved. I've, 
I think Cristiano Ronaldo had a lot of reason to be aggrieved, but him acting like a petulant child and throwing down his captain's armband and walking off does not help. So, yeah, you don't help your own cause by doing that. If you want people to take you seriously, don't act like a petulant child when you feel aggrieved or something doesn't happen to go your way. Just don't do it because it takes every bit of credibility that you may have and every bit of seriousness and every bit of legitimacy you may have to your point gets washed away with that reaction, no matter how legitimate your point is. But it's one of them ones for me, UEFA obviously bringing stuff into the Champions League, then you've obviously got the Premier League, um, with their implementation of VAR as well, that took until what? The beginning of the 2018-19 season. So, for me, it's there's a massive disconnect between FIFA, UEFA, RFA and the Premier League. Massive. I mean, you look at financial fair play as an example, where it's like UEFA insists on it and they have it, but the Premier League doesn't because the teams won't vote on it. <laughs> so it's like, it's mixed messages. Because Monaco found that out. They found out that they could spend bucket loads on players and all that. Because obviously Monaco's got different tax rules as a principality. That's a different topic. But they could spend bucket loads on players but not have to worry about it. But then once they got into UEFA competition, then they had to worry about it. And it's like, right, you're subject to financial fair play rules now. You better get your books in order. Otherwise, yeah, we're going to start um, levying financial sanctions on you. Because UEFA didn't want to throw anybody out of their tournaments. Different story. I've gone through that one before. My thoughts on that. So it's one of them where it's like, I just see there's such a disconnect. And I think, I said, the Cristiano Ronaldo disallowed goal against Serbia really exposes that. Because at club level in the Champions League, they're using VAR. They're using GLT. In the Premier League, they're using VAR. They're using GLT. But these are World Cup qualifiers. World Cup qualifiers. And they're not using the same technology that they've got at their disposal at club level. And it's like, and even, and it's it's weird to me that they're not that they're not using it because they were using it in the 2018 World Cup. Now that I cast my mind back, in the 2018 World Cup they were using VAR. So why are they not using it for these World Cup qualifiers? It's very, it's it's all very peculiar to me. And I'm not saying there's a conspiracy or any shaft job towards Portugal. No way. I'm not saying that. But the fact is, it, as I said, to me, it shows a massive disconnect between these governing bodies in football, whether it be European football, world football, or just England. These governing bodies have a massive disconnect. I mean, you look at the punishments for like homophobic abuse or racist abuse. You wait for a like, ah, little slap on the wrist, play a couple games behind closed doors. The Premier League, ah, here's a fine. And it's like, wait, what? It's like there's there's a disconnect there as well because the punishments are not uniform. So we need, I think I said, I think what that what that disallowed goal does expose is a need for these associations to be more unified in their approaches, especially when it comes to supposedly moving the game forward. 
FIFA, UEFA, RFA, the Premier League, La Liga, Serie A, among others, those top leagues, throwing the Bundesliga too, need to come together and come to some sort of unified agreement. They need to be singing from the same hymn sheet in regards to moving the game forward. Because otherwise, you're going to be stuck with decisions like not using VAR in World Cup qualifiers, but using VAR in the World Cup. You're going you're gonna to have peculiarities like that. You're going to end up with peculiarities like um, punishments for any sort of abuse, racial, homophobic, xenophobic. You're going to have these incongruities where the punishments just don't line up and they're not consistent. And even worse with that lack of consistency, it means they're not draconian. So it's like, it's just one of them where I said there's such a massive disconnect. And I think goals like Cristiano Ronaldo's disallowed one against Serbia, which was literally in stoppage time. It's one of them where it's like, you just, it just really exposes how weird and how, just say the operations really. Because I said, why would you have it for one and not the other? So... I said, these governing bodies really need to get together and we'll just basically sort it out, to be honest. So, I want to know what you think, though. Comment section is below. Please let me know what you think. Cristiano Ronaldo's disallowed goal against Serbia. Does it highlight a disconnect in terms of rules and legislations? Does it highlight a disconnect between footballing associations as well? Let me know your views. I have been straight shooting LJA. Remember, youtube.com forward slash pitch talk. It's all in Have a look at our videos, special features, vlogs such as the straight shooting view, coaching with JBK, and also five minutes with the G and much more. Also, facebook.com forward slash pitch talk. Become a fabricant friend. Become a member of the group. Join the footballing revolution we are working so hard to create. Twitter.com forward slash pitch talk or at pitch talk on Twitter. Tweet with us, follow us, see what we're up to. At pitch talk on Instagram as well. Check out our IGTV videos and also on Instagram as well. We put up previews of our vlogs. Little preview clips of coaching with JBK, the straight shooting view, and also five minutes with the G as well. Remember, you can catch audio versions of what we do as well as podcasts on Podomatic, Google Podcasts, Apple Apple Podcasts as well, Spotify, Player FM, Podomatic. You can Podbean as well. You can catch all of our audio there as well. Grab our RSS feed, and you should be able to put it in wherever you pick up your podcast and catch the Pitch Talk podcast as well. I said I have been straight shooting LJA. Comment section is below and until next time I will see you later. Join the Pitch Talk revolution on social media, dropping vlogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game.